Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagaba. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Foga, do you think he should be handing over the bag? We open the bag together and you pull out the jar and then you identify it. Well, That's I was, something you can do. That is, and I was planning to do that. Good. Initially. I don't know how I will go, though, because I felt that uh, wave of nausea when you opened it. Yes, yes, that is, that's something, that's why I don't want to take it out. I know. I wasn't going to take it out. I, was I just, gonna... I, I feel like that you have not indicated who you are, um, who this person you are talking to or entity you are talking to. You trust this entity seemingly implicitly and that entity wants this spark. Don't you think from our side that's a dangerous combination. You see these eyes? I have seen things. Unimaginable horror. People burning alive because of me. And ever since, something was lurking. He was waiting to come and pick me up. And I think during the last few weeks, it has finally found me and I feel at home. I believe it has to do with that. So something has found you and because of that, you won't see people burning? Is, is that what you're trying to say? I can never unsee these images. can never unhear what I've heard. Is this a memory or a vision? A memory. Okay, so it's something that's happened in your past. Yes. And you think this entity that has... Is it, has it joined you? Is it inside you? As Thorn is talking, whenever she doesn't, she silently clicks. Almost as if to calm herself. As you're both standing there, Volga and Thorn, can you both give me a perception check? As you're listening okay. intently to um, Clicker explaining this? Hero point. Um... 
How do we do hero points again? You double-click the the hero point with the dice symbol on it, and then you just drag that into the modifier box and then, then roll your skill check. Double-click on the dice? Or yeah, so okay. under hero point, not the D. There we yep. go. Yep. Oh, hey. Jesus. Perfect. Six. And perception? Did you say? Yep. Take that, 28. So, Volga, you, as he's talking and you're listening to his words and you're really listening to to, and focusing on what Clicker is talking about, some of this seems odd. There's something that kind of tickles your sense of smell. You can't place it, but Thorn, you do. And there is a scent of sulfur in the air that seems to be coming from Clicker. And it seems to be coming from close where that wound is. Sulfur. And me, being the infernal creature I am, would understand that. Yes. All right. I look at Clicker, dead in the eyes, and speak in infernal. What are you hiding? Actually, no, no. I'll say, what are you hiding? Because, you know, I'm speaking a different language. Clicker looks at you in in complete confusion. So Clicker does not understand Infernal. That, There's that... a very slight head shake, and the clicker the the clicking gets louder for a moment. Oh, you mimic him? What? <laughs> no, no, she's just clicking ah. as a as a means of uh, uh, showing and relieving stress. Right. Okay, I'll go back to common. Clicker, you have the taint of a devil on you. Uh, yes, I've been traveling with you for a long time now. No, I'm no devil. You're a half-devil, or a demon, or something. This, uh, well, I, um, I cannot explain why I'm like this. My family is human, but I am not. I, I don't know where I got this, but that taint isn't from me. It's from that wound. And I point to the wound. She looks down on her, at her arm. There's normal blood coming out of it. It stopped. It is. Um, it's no longer bleeding or dripping. It's. There was. It's yeah, okay. coagulated. It just looks like a normal cut to you. Nothing odd about it to, from your point of view. I so wish I was level five. You know why I wish I was level five? Hmm. Because I have the spell Detect Thoughts, which would be so useful here. <laughs> and your companions. In the meantime, you concentrate mightily on your weapon, Norbit, a weapon that you were, you've practiced with, with your um, instructor for years and years and years. So what, what weapon did you choose? I think we'll go with a warhammer and a beautiful warhammer with symbols of your home shows up in your hand and it feels firm and weighty. You feel confident with it in your hand. Uh, guys, 
Look at what I've got. Where'd you go to get that? The mall? <laughs> I could have got one of them as well. So just to throw some con just to throw some confusion into this. I've imagined a weapon. And it's here. Which means for you, you can imagine hopefully whatever it is that you want or need that would be something that we could all agree on i think so as a first step why don't we kid ourselves out with whatever we're missing um just while you're away norbert i'd like to uh fill you in on uh, something i noticed the uh when, when Clicker arrived here, he had a small wound on his, uh, sorry, on her um, wing. And I noticed uh, a taint of uh, sulfur, or in other words, devil or demons on her. I feel like there is a, uh, a uh, fiendish connection with her. That is not me. <laughs> I'm going to use my... Uh, it's in here somewhere. Divine Sense? That's what I'm looking for. Is it Divine Sense? I think it is Divine Sense, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We'll fling one of those off. Okay, so then mark, mark yourself as having used Divine Sense. Okay. And indeed, as you do your divine sense like that, you too get, you know how it registers with you. And then you too are able to detect the, the scent of sulfur as well once the, the radiant light settles about yourself. Do I know what it means? You can just understand that there is a fiendish nature, or at least a fiendish scent that is just coming from the wound on Clicker's arm. So I explained to Clicker that she's got a problem. Why is that a problem? I don't know because I don't know what a divine sense does and the explanation I got from the DM didn't make that much sense. Just read your description there. But ultimately it allows you to sense things that are fiendish in nature or celestial or undead and you get an awareness of it in this particular case you are unable to perceive a scent such that thorn was able to but once you do the divine sense you do get this smell of sulfur and it's coming from the the wounds on clicker's arm and you and you wouldn't get it from me i'm a tiefling but i wouldn't be exuding right. that because I'm not Finnish in nature. That's right. My ancestry is. I don't know what it means. Um, so, like I said, um, we, we have clues here, and I know you like following the clues, Nolan. So we... I fear for Clicker. I, I don't want to see her hurt. But yes. I also don't want to see her um, providing hurt to others. 
and her possession of the spark is uh, something that will uh, I don't I feel like uh, initiate that in the future yeah I I would avoid having a conversation about the spark at present until we can get a better better handle on where we're going to go from here I suggest that we sleep on it what time is it it's still not quite noon god got another half a day to go (laughs) (laughs) but as i had said there's any the scent of nature that had been bustling inside this quasi clearing that will one day become the hamlet of glavost is utterly quiet The only real movement you see, not even the, the stirring of a breeze, is just the the gentle wafting of smoke coming up from the chimney. Um, would any of you like a large gold bar? I want to leave. Yeah. I, think- I would like to uh, get out of the dream world as well. Time passes very quickly outside. I don't want to be in here for much longer. Daria? Yes, I'm here. You want to leave? If we want to leave, we're going to have to resolve the issue about the bag. We're going to have to resolve the issue about the spark, and I think we should do that before we go. Right now. I think you're talking to Volga, not Daria. Yeah. Here's what I propose. Um, As much as I hate to relieve Lady of a bag, we we must take the bag or the spark, but the best is spark in the bag away from the clicker. Let's ask ask Clicker if she wants the bag or she wants the spark. Clicker? Want both? Do I start around again? Yeah. Okay. I I don't mind you you, having the bag, but uh, I have to say that bag is the only thing that's keeping it from... uh, uh, It's probably uh, keeping it from being easily detectable outside, for starters, but it's also the thing that's shielding us from uh, any sort of uh, nauseating pain. Here's my my thoughts on this, because I've been very, very on the defense. You've been inquiring a lot. So, I think you, that is a bad start to a sentence. My parents have told me better. Okay, let me try again. She takes a deep breath and holds it. And you can see her, her beak is, is gaping. And then she just holds the breath for five, six, seven seconds. We will take the spark out. You identify it, and then we put the spark back in if the feeling becomes overwhelming. And I keep the bag. But I promise 
With that, I will do nothing silly. We're not going to make deals about what may or may not happen if something can be identified. That's that's not logical. It's that's making a deal on the assumption that we can identify something, and and it ends with you saying, "I can keep the bag right now." Thorn doesn't want you to have the bag, but you do. You can carry it without the bag, but if you want to put it back in the bag, I carry it. If I identify it for you, we, I mean, that's, you know the uh, answer to that uh, clicker. We can't carry it without the bag. We're, we're not taking the bag from you permanently. We're just using it as a tool to uh, keep the item hidden and from it, uh, stopping it from affecting us. Her, her tongue comes out to, to lick over her beak. So are we all agreed? Because I think one of the things we need to look at is, is the fact that the spark is in the bag suppressing its action. Is that why I have a warhammer in my hand? Is it that the bag protects us from that? Do we, do we actually know that? Plicker, open the bag. Let him experience it. Is she going to open it? She looks around the three of you again in this peculiar manner without moving her head. I will keep the bag. I need to go to Permastet anyway to deliver the spark. So before that, nothing bad can happen. She then indeed takes the bag opens it wide and reaches inside like impossibly wide. Clicker, what you just said is that you have to deliver the spark to Perbestet. Okay? Yes, to a person called... So, so, so what called you're saying... Ari. Okay, just one second though. So, are you... Before you go that far, so Clicker had said she was opening up the bag and reaching in the bag. Are you stopping her from doing that when you... I stopped her before she she said, I will take the... No, she didn't say, I will take that. She's verbalizing the action that she's doing. So she's reaching in, she's opening the bag and reaching in. Are you going to prevent her from doing that? No, she said that that's what she was doing. She said, she, she said, I have to take it. And then she said, I am, and then she said, I'm opening the bag. Okay. I got in between the, yeah, I, I, I chopped her off at the point where she says, I have to take the, the spark to Pervestet. Okay, so you're saying that you're saying this before she opens the bag. Yeah. Okay. Now, she she can open the bag now and ignore what I said. As she does. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she reaches in, fumbles around in it for a minute, grabs and pulls the jar out. A couple things happen as she pulls the jar out. First thing is the warhammer disappears. Second thing is I need you all to give me a constitution saving throw. Wee. Oh, sorry. That was not a saving throw. I would get. Uh, it's it's the same, I think, though. Save. Oh yes. Or check is the same. So nine. Almost immediately, as she pulls the jar out and she's got the jar in her hand, you can see the light uh, escaping from the crack. 
and a couple of things happen. Almost immediately, Volga and Clicker vomit. Norbit and Thorn, you can feel your stomach turning, but you both manage to hold it back and and hold strong to your to yourselves, to your fortitude. And as she's holding it there, you also notice that the the grass that's nearby starts to blacken a bit. Can I put my hand on it and cast identify? You certainly as an can. action. I will do that. Okay, give me one second. Quicker at this point is probably dry heaving because she was violently vomiting before. And now there is nothing left like she has nothing in her in her stomach other than a bit of acid. And did I see that it was broken and had a crack in it? Because I don't think up until now I've actually seen it. Uh, give me an investigation check. Or give me a perception check. Okay. So, two things then. As you're looking at it, and as Thorn reaches out his hand to place it on the jar to try to identify, Thorn, you cast the spell, and you feel a resistance in the sense that it's not giving you the response that you want. And you can give me an arcana check. Whereas Norbit, you also notice other than the runes all about it you, uh, and the crack going through some of the runes, you also notice that the, the stopper on the top of it seems a little bit loose. Okay. By the way, I just read Identify Ants one minute casting time, not one action. So. Oh, for ritual. Yeah, okay. Oops. No, no, no. Ritual is 11 minutes. All right. So it's a one minute casting time. Oh, well, yeah. it happened that way anyways. So what happens? Is it is it ineffective then? Yeah, you felt that you were being resisted by it and your arcana check wasn't good enough to tell you more. Okay. So if she's if she's dry heaving, if, if Clicker no, she's is not dry, dry heaving, heaving. Both Volga and Clicker. Or unless there's nothing left in your stomach from before Clicker, yeah, it'd be dry heaving, but Volga certainly spewed. I'm trying to crawl away from the spark. So, with this distraction, I will um, collect the bag of holding and put the um, item back in. And and holding onto the bag of holding for now. You guys are also all aware, having heard the descriptions and listened to the, the, the conversations, um, you're all quite certain that although this jar, this jar um, is a jar, well, it's a clay jar. It's actually a canopic jar. In fact, you would recognize immediately on seeing that thorn, especially now that you're on the light, it's a canopic jar. Uh, that you got a very strong impression that the spark itself is inside that jar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was pretty sure of that. Okay. Um... So, yeah. A am I able to do that? I'm just wondering what click is. Yeah. Yep. She's she's distracted. Like, the, the feeling is overwhelming, and she... Uh, she can't physically uh, coordinate holding, holding on onto one item and letting the other go, so she just lets both of them go. So, um, I'll try... Can, okay. can, I, can I run an arcana check across that? Because now that I've seen it, yeah. to see if I know anything about it. Sure. 
you look at that and you look at the runes and you think man those runes must be magical that's about it <laughs> yeah pretty good with the roll of a seven it's magical and that combined with the fact that my warhammer just disappeared yeah so guys it seems to me i think you know there's a fairly strong case to say that as long as the, the spark stays in the bag it's under control because my warhammer's just disappeared so we go back to where we started from do we care who carries the bag or, and do we care what we do with it it seems to me that no one is going to agree you, you won't get universal agreement for any of us to perform the act that we've been told the three of you are not going to agree to give it to me so i can take it to the god that i saw so it can be sacrificed on the underwater altar you know, and, and destroyed there, and no one's going to let Clicker take it back to Purbastet to give to his father. We do have one option here. Uh, and, wait. And, sorry? It's not, it's not my father I give it to. He let said, him, yeah, let it, him finish. It, it, yeah, it, whether it's your no, father or not. I mean, no, I mean, he said I should give it to Ari Kalini. Okay, so... We're not going to agree that you should give it to R.A. Kalini. Um, I, I, I don't think all of us are going to agree that one of us should... We should do what one of us thinks. There was an option that came up a while ago. We'd be, we discussed this option, and that was that... And I don't know whether it was Clicker or Thorn, would be able to go to the library. Okay? And to me... That's not doing what we've been asked to do. And I would suggest that that might be a possibility. Is that, and can someone enlighten me? Who was it that said, if I had it, I would go to the library? Both of us. I mean, both wanted I, to take it to the library. I need we to research. We don't take it to the library, but we exchange it with whoever is coordinating In Olga and Jessica. And, in uh, order to get access to the library. They will give us the information, hopefully. Thorn, is that something that you would do? I, I think um, I, we need to know what we're dealing with here. There's some great and powerful people and entities that uh, want this thing. So we need to know what it is, what it can do, and whether it should be given to anything or anyone. I, I have a feeling from everything I've seen so far that it should be destroyed now i know that is what um the instructions you received uh norbert but um i mean that that is my gut feel at the moment N nothing this powerful um does well in the uh, hands of um uh, entities with their own um you know own plans and such and what concerns me is that I was to give it to someone so that they could destroy it. And, and, well, that's and of definitely course becomes a trap. Whole, you know, that becomes a trap, doesn't it? Yes. You yeah. give it to me and I'll destroy it. And it's like, yes, yes, it all sounds perfectly plausible. I mean, we need to, we need to find out whether it actually can be destroyed. Well, yeah, I was about to say, and one of the issues that we're now faced with is that we have this object and if we, every time we open the bag, someone ends up throwing up, how would we destroy it anyway? Or would it destroy us before we destroyed it? I think we need to find a, a volcano where um, this was made originally. 
Was it? Sorry, I'm just doing a reference from uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we, I think we've done all the checks we can possibly do to figure out if we know anything about it. Click um, How do you feel about destroying it? Not good. I think we should go back to Alp Twinkle and ask. She might know what to do. And she promised us a reward. I want I that think, reward. I, I think at this point in time, we are way beyond... There's nothing anyone can give us other than what Bashir has offered us. And that is the fact that someone's going to come and get us. Because they can that, find us. So. No offense, but that's a lot coming from an almost naked person with zero weapons currently. Ouch. <laughs> Sick bird. Yeah, fine. Go there. But uh, I, I, I do agree. That's our best chance. We are, you know, like little kittens who are blind and they're just trying to poke in all directions until they find a, a mother. Our best course of action, in my opinion, is to go back to Elm Twinkle. Uh, keep the spark stashed deep in the bag of holding and try to gather some information who exactly may be wanting it what do they intend to do with it and if there is one thing i'm pretty sure about is that giving a spark to a people who hired bashir to capture you all and keep you as slaves and torture you yeah i don't think that's a good idea at all I don't think any of us plan on, or don't want to, you know, the thought of giving it to someone. I think it's more the problem is that they're going to come and take it. Isn't that what uh, uh, Thorn and Clicker thought of giving it to Olga and Jessica in exchange for passage to the library? I have no idea what what is I it in the library you're talking about, but I highly doubt it is worth giving this very powerful thing to uh very bad people yeah so w when we when we look at that we go back to the the issue that that um that was brought up earlier and that is the people that want it are clearly deranged and are going to do bad things with it uh and we're stuck in the middle of this whole thing if 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 we give it to elm twinkle what does she do would she even take it um at this point can i find out if it's got any metal in it well, it's back in the bag now. Okay, good. You put it back in the bag? All right. History check? Anything like that? Oh, no. My With your no, perception sorry, check? I, I would have failed to find out anyway. When you looked at it and had noted what you did, you had not seen any metal on it. Yeah. So if we gave it to Elm Twinkle, she may be able to destroy it. But if our plan is going to be to go back and give it to Elm Twinkle... We all have to agree that that's what we're going to do. We're going to show it to her. Give it to her. I don't her. want her to have it. Listen, you don't I want don't, her to have it. I don't. If, and, and I don't. Okay, so if you want us to keep it, if, if, if the plan is to keep it, then we have the item, it's in a bag, we know that some very bad people want it, and that they are going to come after it. L what listen, are we going to do when we meet them? Norbert, do you trust Elm Twinkle? Because I certainly don't. I don't trust anyone. She, she's a fae with her own 
uh, reasons. I, I think um, bring it anywhere close to her where she could easily overpower us. I mean, look at us. We're just a ragtag bunch of misfits um, compared to In her. In my case, naked misfits. Yes, I mean, Volga pointed that out. Yeah, and, and this goes back to that thing. If we want to keep it, Clicker, what's the plan? What are we going to do? Hang on to the thing. You want to take it to Pervestet? What are the chances that we're even going to get to Pervestet with this? If we left here straight away... We dreamwalk there. I was about to say, and if we do what Thorne said, we can dreamwalk ourselves to Pervestet. We arrive in Pervestet. Where would we go? I mean, the only place I can think to go would be to go to Bruce's blacksmith shop. Yeah, so, about Bruce. And he might. Bruce, can I? Can I ask that a quick actually, question? Oh, Clicker would have Bruce. answered as well. So, so the, yeah. the conversation goes in the same direction. Yeah, she says yeah. we go to Bruce's shop, we go to which Bruce's of course shop, is, is not there. there but hey, a blacksmith, and you can hit it with a hammer. <laughs> so, so quick question for you, Dagobah. Hmm. Where would be the best place to go to research this item and what what it is? What um. What, what it's capable of, how, how we could destroy it if required, that sort of thing. Where, where would we go? Yeah, you being from Nuria Natal, the empire of Nuria Natal and the city of Perkush, you would know that, yes, indeed, that one of the better places to go in terms of research is the librarium inside Pervestet. Uh, okay. The only reason you were in uh, the place, the city that you were in, when you were taken was because you were doing some research on a, another subject and it was a subject that had taken you from Perbastet to some of the other cities you were visiting. Okay, so I've got some connections with the library there then? Yes. Okay. And it was through those connections and the time that you had spent there, which wasn't insignificant that you know what you know about what I whispered to you. Click well, you want to give it to in Perbastet? Well, this person called Ari Kalini. At least I want to find out who she is. Maybe she's not so bad. Can I roll another insight check on her? Yep. <laughs> oh, that's a natural one. Wow. You're sitting there and you're listening to, to Clicker say this. Wait, but... wait. Hmm, no, ahead. Clicker Sorry. has to roll as well. All right, yes, go ahead, Clicker. I want to know whether um, she uh, is trying to deceive with respect to whether she knows Arikalini or not. Oh, 17. You are pretty sure that she's lying and knows exactly who that is. Hang on a second, I'm just going to step away for a second. What an inconvenient time to step away to a bugger. After white. <laughs> Can I make an insight check on that? On Clicker when she says that? Reading her body language? Sure. Volga, when you roll your your wisdom skills, it's just hilarious. She says she says the truth. She yeah. heard that name for the first time. You can tell, yeah. like the way she's saying the name, she has absolutely no clue. Yep. Okay. Here, here is the thing. Um, yeah, you can tell that the way Clicker's body language tells you is that she seems extremely sincere when she's when she mentions the the person that she said so you do not detect any deception at all 
Yeah, so generally with the inside checks I made so far on Clicker and my own opinion, it seems like she doesn't want to... Like, she's not actively trying to trick or deceive the party, but she's herself somewhat confused. Would you say that's fairly accurate, Clicker? I think we need to wait till our fourth member's back. I mean, he doesn't know anyway, right? So that's that's only something Volga would find out with her inside check. So yeah, I, I think your assumptions are pretty pretty spot on, Volga. Thanks for taking that away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's her she, insights. Not not just not just that she's uh, she's confused now, but if, when she's saying that, but she she seems really unsure about all of this. What she said before. Uh, about her past she clearly has little certainty in anything regarding this matter and and yeah her connection the thing that lives inside of her she just doesn't know she's making wild assumptions and she she does seem very um adamant about them at times so there's way too much force and trust into something that clearly she's not super um, super clear about mm -hmm. yeah so you are pretty sure that she's lying she knows who Ari is right okay I won't say anything so if we go to Pervested Clicker right are you happy not to give it to someone until we find out more information? Yes. Not happy, but oh, it's a group decision. I understand that. Yeah, but a group is four, and we have to be unanimous in the decision. And, yes. And, yeah. So you have the right of veto, and and that, and you can use it. You can exercise it. That's fine. I have what? The right to veto the decision. No, I'm good. You good? I mean, no, but if we have people who are going to veto decisions, we're never going to get anything done. Just just saying. Yeah, I, I think that in this particular case... It needs is, to be unanimous. It needs to be unanimous. Because okay. right now, we're, we're about to, you know, lay it all on the line. We're going to step out of here hope hope we land in Purvastet. you guys are also aware that you have this feeling that you're right on the cusp of something grand and if only you just had a long rest yeah i was, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was about to actually get to the long rest idea okay so because you want to finish it up tonight what i was going to say about the long rest is and the long rest is an issue because if we take a sleep, if we sleep, we have no idea what's going to happen while we're asleep. We have the bag. We know Bashir said the bad guys are going to come and get us. We step out of the realm to have a rest. Who knows what's going to happen? And if we stay in the realm, who knows what's going to happen? Another decision that we have to make. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen in, in the dream realm if we take a sleep, but... I'm pretty sure if we rest in the real world, 
Oh, we're gonna wake up in the same spot. Bashir. I'm, I'm, no, my, no, my concern is yes. not about where we wake Wait. up. My concern is about whether someone comes and takes us from us and takes it from us and kills us while we're sleeping. Every minute we talk, Bashir has more time to prepare. He left. We let him, let him live, and he will try to get the spark. And with him, that entire organization, whatever it is, will too. So, the sooner we get out of here and do our business, the better. Yeah, so the question is, do we rest here or rest there? Let's get to Purbestet and rest there. Okay. Daria, uh, Volga? I'm still not sure what... Oh boy. We need to rest. <laughs> that's the only one... That's the only thing I'm sure about, so let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just summarize the next bit. With that, we wander off to where the herbs are, we take the herbs, we go to sleep, and we wake up next week. What herbs? No! Or in no, two weeks time. we're going to purpose debt first. <laughs> We leave the dream because we're dreamwalkers. We don't need to be knocked out. And we're going to insta-travel to Purvastet because we're in the dream realm. That's the whole point of being in the dream realm. We can go where we need to pretty much instantaneously. Okay. All right. Yep. So before we, we end the episode, then I'll get you guys all to give me, this is going to be a group wisdom check, but before you had some very explicit directions on how to go from Thistle Pollendale. Do you remember what that is or do I need to refresh your mind? From where? To, to go to what, sorry? To travel in the dream. Oh yeah, you just um, seeing as far as you can and going to there and then doing it again and again and again. Yeah, that's to go in a, to a place that you haven't been before, but to go to a place that you do know is just a matter of you imagining that place and being able to pull yourself there. Okay. Okay. So we can do that. Well, if you've been to Purbastad, but none of you've been to Purbastad except for Thorn. It just means the DC is going to be higher. So I'll imagine it and draw everyone else. We join hands and sing Kumbaya and do it all over again. What's the worst that could happen? Okay. So are we good to roll? When we do that, do we actually end up in Purvestet? Or do we end up in the location of Purvestet in the so dream world? So just hold on a second, Mick. How long is it going to take for us just to do it the, the, the way that is safe? As in just going the far jumping, distance, travelling there and jumping. That's, that's not going to take us too long. It might take us to the rest of the afternoon. You know, and then we can have a long rest at night. Just just a thought. Dreamworld or Purvestet? I don't understand. Long rest in dream world or long rest in Purvestet? Long rest in the non-dream world in Purvestet. Yep. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, just want to clarify how we're... But before we do that... Uh, and I think that's a good plan. I think that's a good plan. Before we do that, we get to Purvestet through a safe method, which is travelling um, in small, small hops. hops that we can see. Yep. So we're looking for high high spots. Yeah. I think and, and that shouldn't that shouldn't take too long, right, Dagobah? Yeah, I'll tell you this: if you do small hops, you will not need to make your wisdom check for this, but it will take you the rest of the day to get there. 
So once we've arrived there, we can step out of the realm and it'll be night time. We will roll about your stepping out to see how well you guys are able to retain uh, doing that. So we'll do that. You guys, you dream hop your way to Purbestet. And when you arrive at Purbestet, I will give a description about it uh, next week. But when you arrive there, one thing I will say is you will notice that as you're getting to Purbestet in the dream world, you do notice that buildings tend to shift looking. Sometimes they'll have a, a new look. Sometimes they'll have a more a antiquated look. But you will also notice that in certain parts of the city, there's no shifting at all. In, in fact, it seems like a part of that city is not there. And those that are familiar with magic would know that in some of those cases, those might be protected areas that uh, some powerful spellcasters prevent even in a different plane. But otherwise, Thorn will have hopped you to a familiar plaza within Perbestet. Hey, Thorn, are you going to take us to Bruce's blacksmith shop? Which does not exist in Perbestet. <laughs> It's been there no. for thousands but of we, years. Not we, quite. We did have a very... No, it, it's not a purpose. It's, it's the wrong direction. He, he said the wrong city name. That's right. So we're, we're looking for the third armory heading instead of town, which, which is owned by Tarot Wing, a female Jinborn, <laughs> and it just doesn't exist. <laughs> the Jinborn one, well... That was from Yadira and Alicia who oh, told you. Oh, that was different? Yes. Okay. Okay. But so what that, Bruce told yeah, you, that, that, Bruce completely forgot. The player Mick completely forgot where Bruce comes from. Bruce does not come from Purbestet. I thought Bruce was in Purbestet. No. So clearly he's not. Where no. is he? It doesn't matter. He's back at Elm Twinkle sleeping under a tree. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, oh, dear. But we will leave it there. So, in, in Are we rolling time? wisdom to come out? Oh, oh yeah. did you Next want to week. roll that now? Yeah, okay. yeah, why not? Do we want the long rest? I want to fucking know what's happening. We've got to make the decision on whether the long rest is going to happen inside the realm or outside the realm. So we uh, outside, the outside. outside the realm. We've okay. always been saying outside. We're not staying in here for more uh, right. for longer Just, than we need. Let's do the roll now and see if we get out. Okay. Wisdom checks. So yeah. wisdom check. Sorry, wisdom for Thorn and Volga. Constitution for Clicker and Norbit. Can I keep the roll? Yeah, you can, can keep I the roll. Can I guidance myself? For this, yeah. Oh. Ew. So uh, instead of a plus one, I get plus three. So my roll is 17. Six. At least it's not a natural one for me. It's a six. You got a six. How could you do that? It happens when you roll a two. <laughs> You're bad. Okay, so what will end up happening then is you guys do the same once you've arrived at the place that Thorn takes you to as a place that he feels comfortable with, which I'll probably talk to you about offline, Tua. You do that gesture that uh, Thistle Pollendale had showed you about grabbing onto the edge of the plane in order to open up a curtain and doing it as a group so that you can open one because even though Volga, you try and you try and you try, you just still are not able to achieve what the other three are doing. But it is not anywhere near as big as the one you'd created with Volan. It is much, much smaller. And Thorn, you know that you're not pulling your weight on this one. You know, the, the bag is weighing me down. 
Cook is still in the bag. But you do manage to to open a very small hole, and you will be only able to exit it one at a time. And we will talk about where that is and go from there next two weeks from now. This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gregory Dog, the Hammer Dog Games Community Manager. And I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Fawn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Volkashelist, the Farlock Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.